There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, of course, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com right now. Remember, if you're in Nevada, stop by any MGM casino. Bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to go within minutes. Nobody's better. They've sponsored sponsored the show here, the Lombardi Line, for years. So check them out, BetMGM.com. 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, got to be 21 years or older. We got you back here on a Friday edition of the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Hope you're having a nice week as we head into the weekend. Michael Lombardi, a.k.a. Jack LaLanne. You and I are going to be the yeah. only ones that get the reference. We're the only ones that get the reference. We'll leave it there. Um, I, I, I'm learning. I'm learning from our guy Michael Lombardi, though, as far as health's concerned. Okay, we welcome in a Hall of Famer from behind the book there at the South Point. His name is Vinny Maliulo, and we say hi. My assumption is the Chiefs are a publicly bet team. Uh, also, you had a prime time game go under again. They're four and zero to the under this year. My assumption is you did pretty well behind the book last night. Hi. Well, what do you say, fellas? Good to be with you. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that uh, I'm not going to go Tua on you and move around so you can see me. <laughs> you right? can so thank, I'll, you. I'll, I'll, thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to stay in one place. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it's always a good day, Patrick. I always told you it's a good day to be a bookmaker. You know, recently, yeah, in recent years, no question, especially uh, under Patrick Mahomes and, and under Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs have been a very public team. Uh, we did take Chiefs money early, and, uh, you know, the game, of course, got as high as four and a half. But there was quite a bit of Charger money uh, yesterday afternoon, probably within the last couple of hours before kickoff. So, actually, the game was, was pretty balanced. It really wasn't that big a decision on the game. The fact that it went under uh, definitely uh, uh, helped. But it did set up... You know, we always talk about the Sunday night game and the Monday night game, what's going to them, right? Well, it all starts with the Thursday night game, and what got set up last night were, were teasers to both teams. Let's face it. I mean, with the game uh, falling Chiefs 3, uh, teasers heading into the weekend uh, are off and running. But uh, overall, a good uh, good start to the week, good business. Uh, you know, I mean, the other part of it is that you have two teams that 
are very popular. Ch- Chargers going into this season uh, became a very popular selection by folks, uh, you know, particularly uh, in that AFC West. So a good result uh, to get things started here in uh, week two. Yeah, Vinny, I want to ask you about a game that's that's been on my mind here. So last week against the Chiefs, Arizona opened up three-and-a-half-point dogs and got immediately bet to six and went to seven. I mean, I'm not talking to me. I'm talking like it opened Monday and you went from three. I don't know what you did. That's why I'm asking the question. But but most shops went from three-and-a-half to six. And then the Raider game opened up with the cards of dog again, three, and, and now it's up to six, and then it came back to five. Do you have an explanation for that, or where were you, and how did you handle the Cardinals? So last week, yeah, there was no question that uh, that was a game that the public did very well on. I mean, it was uh, it was all about the Chiefs last week with the Cardinals. I, I think that I, I think that going, you know, what we noticed during the course of the summer was that I don't think people bought into uh, you know the Cardinals' fast start uh, or as fast a start this year as they had last year. And again, the Chiefs being the more public team, so uh, not a real surprise there. Uh, the, and the Raider game, you know, we, it was uh, it was a situation uh, where uh, uh, the Raiders were the uh, the side that uh, the, the the public was on. So, not not a real uh, you know strong explanation. I was surpri- you know I'm not surprised though, right, Michael? Especially here with the uh, uh, the right. regional bias on the Raiders that uh, that that money did show. Not really surprised that uh, money came against. The Cardinals, uh, given the fact that people, uh, you know, really uh, uh, enjoy the Chiefs and like the Chiefs, this week, uh, again, pretty mo- when when all was said and done, a kickoff last night, two-way action on the game, uh, but the Raiders are getting the betting attention here from four and a half on the opener, and uh, now up to five and a half. We'll probably see six on this game. Raiders, uh, there's no doubt. Uh, we, we, again, here in Las Vegas, Raiders home opener. Uh, figured a rebound from last week. Folks did not really uh, like what they saw with the Cardinals, and uh, they figured the Raiders are going to correct some things, particularly uh, on the offensive side of things. But Patrick, do you think that because Millie's going to the game, that's why the betting money's going towards the Raiders? I mean, I'm just asking. Well, it's it's going to be a bigger procession than what's happening in England right now with the Queen dying. I mean, there is going to be it is going to be a big deal. By the way, can we just say as an aside, and then I want to ask you where you think you're going to close that Raiders number. Here's when you know from bookmakers, there was so much hot air he could fill a balloon from Vinny when I said, "Hey." It appears to me you probably did pretty well last night. And Vinny started going, well, listen, you know, you win some, you lose some. Last night was pretty He's good. He's a modest we'll give guy. It back. He's a very I mean, modest he just, guy. He, I mean, it's unbelievable. The hot very air modest. coming out of that handsome face is He's freaking very unbelievable. Modest. He's no, very he's, he's not a couple modest. of things, he's Patrick. A uh, you know, you being the authority on hot air, I respect that uh, uh, opinion <laughs> in, in, immensely. And I just ran into Millie at the window on the way in here, and she said, "I'm getting down on the Raiders now before it gets to six. So well, that's the she's taking full advantage. Hey, well, of Millie the knows. Price. With her, Millie, and betting with her heart the whole, the, the whole way. She's betting with her heart the whole way. I can promise she, you that. Yeah, she 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 knows to get the best of the number. Now. That's the question I have for you. We're sitting five and a half. I, I, these are tough for you, Vinny, but I'm going to ask you. Do you think we're, we're in a better position to close five or six with, the, with Vegas here with Arizona in town? No, I, I think there's more of a likelihood, particularly here, uh, Patrick, uh, uh, in, uh, in Las Vegas, uh, that, that this game will go higher. I mean, I think you're, you're going to see the Raiders. Uh, the fact that this is also an afternoon game, so we're going to be a lot of things, you know, a lot of uh, uh, multi-leg uh, parlay, you know, uh, both the parlays and the teasers going to it. So yeah. 
what we're seeing so far, and based on what we saw last week, no real surprise that the Raiders are going to be uh, the Raiders are going to be the side that uh, that folks are on. Now, if it goes through six, then you know what do pros do? Uh, well, they're going to say, well, maybe, can we maybe uh, get to seven or something like that? Because pros again bet numbers, uh, not teams. But uh, the public is going to be uh, all over the Raiders this week. And the uh, the tendency here will likely be for this game to go higher, especially here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, look, look pro- I, I go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Patrick. No, I was going to say that's to our. Me, the, let's get the let's get the Veasan pro tip out of the way because I think we can't understate what Vinny just said, Michael. And I need to reiterate yeah. this: pros bet numbers. What he's right. saying is remove emotion, remove sediment. You're in Vegas; that number is right. going to drive up because locally. They're going to obviously want to bet the local team. But, Michael, what, what he said can't be stressed enough. Pro bettors bet numbers. That's it, yep. not emotion. Yeah, I, and that's something I'm trying really to work hard on is, is pay attention to my numbers, Vinny. I'm trying to really pay attention to that. And, like, I'll tell you a game that I think is – maybe I could be completely wrong, but I don't know why the Jets are a six-and-a-half-point dog to the Browns. Last week it was Nick Chubb. And it was Hunt. And Brissett did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing in the game. Now, I don't think the Browns are going to lose to the Jets. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, like, I, I think the Jets will play way better this week than they did last week. They really shut down Baltimore's offense other than a play or two, which the, those plays that Baltimore made against the Jets are not available for the Browns. They're not there. He won't make those plays. So I could see it being a defensive struggle. I could see the under being really in play here. And I could see the Jets at six and a half. I think that's a really good number. Yeah, I think uh, what pros or pro betters are going to look for, Michael, is to see if they can get the Jets plus a touchdown, right? Plus seven here. So yep. they're, they're kind of taking a wait-and-see approach. Again, the public is going to take the side of the Browns here. One of the reasons is that, you know, it's it's been pretty well chronicled and people are starting to realize that the Jets offensively, are just they're just not good, and I think you know better than yeah. anybody, Michael. Their their first down uh, issues are not it's it's not just last week. We're talking about when you go back oh. for the last several seasons. The Jets put themselves behind the eight ball right from the jump, and they're they're con- constantly in in long down long yardage uh, down situations. So people realize that I think uh, you know the Browns are the better team here. Jets in rebuild mode. I mean, we saw what their offensive line. We knew there were there were problems and injuries there last week. And again, you know, how much you're going to get out of Flacco with a uh, with a uh, a beat up offensive line? So all that said, I think you're going to see the public sentiment with the Browns here. Pro betters waiting to see if they could get the Jets plus seven. And again, watch what the weather situation is. Uh, uh, not only there, but everywhere. I mean, we saw how the weather really impacted. Uh, the Bears game, uh, not taking anything away from the Bears, but that was certainly a factor in that game. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. And again, just out of cute, but the first thing I'd always ask Vinny from behind the book when we're talking about Arizona and Las Vegas is, are you going to get to six? Why do I ask him that? Because pros, once that game gets to six, potentially could bet the Cardinals. They won't bet the Cardinals catching five and a half. The key numbers, three, seven, six, four is starting to gain in the NFL as well. But we're talking key numbers. So Vinny did a great job of laying that out quickly. And then we'll come back and discuss. Where are you with the Rams? Because it seems like Atlanta, that number's driving down. Yeah, well, I think, uh, again, this is strictly a play on the number. 
certain plays are the number, right? You mentioned the uh, key numbers uh, a moment ago, Patrick. And what is one of the key numbers? And the key number is 10, right? If you can get a t- a more than 10, well, then it's, it's an automatic take. So, uh, you know, the Falcons, uh, we did open the Rams 10 and a half, and now the game sits at 10. So, your, you know, the obvious follow-up would be, well, Vinny, if you knew that they would take that number, why would you hang it? Because we also know that the Rams are going to be a public choice coming off of last week's defeat, really a, a, a demolition, uh, you know, yeah. uh, 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 against them. So, you know, we know what the pros want in this game. And, you know, a lot of what we do is try to anticipate, and that's fine. And, again, I have no problem with, with uh, pros taking, taking points in certain numbers. That's fine, especially knowing what the public sentiment is going to be. And the public sentiment in this game is going to be Rams, uh, you know, by and large, especially in teasers. Yeah, and, and, and I want to get on Atlanta. I really do. But this is a hard one for me. It's a hard no, one. No, he, he does no. You do not like that Atlanta team. Although they were, they were pesky and, until New Orleans figured it out. Week one. It's amazing if you listen closer through all the hot air how much you can actually learn from a Hall of Famer like Vinny. <laughs> and he's back with us here on the Lombardi Line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, to get the pro tips, Michael Lombardi's exclusive articles, season prep, which you should be studying right now, the pro football betting guides, the college football betting guides, pro tools, the betting splits, everything we offer, uh, you have to become a v pro. Remember what Vinny just told us in the last break, that gets archived. So make sure you check it out. Go to v slash subscribe. It's 175 bucks through the Super Bowl. Again, half off right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a VEASAN pro. You'll thank us for it, I assure you. We got you back here. Michael Lombardi. It is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo joins us live from the South Point. We were just having a spirited conversation about the Pac-12 and the Mountain West. And the reason we were, fellas, is because you got a good one tonight in Laramie. Air Force, actually, Air Force is laying 16 and a half at Wyoming. 
And there's a good reason, Michael. This Air Force team is rushing for close to 509 yards per game. Uh, many are saying this is, remember, they had a great year last year, Air Force. Many are saying this is the best Air Force team in 10 years. Now, they haven't won in Laramie in 10 years. They're 0-3 since 2002. But this is a hell of an Air Force team laying a big price at Wyoming. You know, Troy Calhoun has done a tremendous, I mean, it's a hard offense to play, right? I mean, it's Triple like option. Army, and when they, yeah, when they get that skill going, and then they can throw the ball and all the play action, I mean, it's hard to get ready for. I really think it's a challenge, and then when they add talent to it, which obviously they have this year, it becomes a whole thing. Vinny, we were just talking off air. Somebody knew something because everybody was betting Air Force on the over. Like, the, the number came out on their win total way too low. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, the season win total, you know, you saw four, four and a half out there, and folks, uh, they jumped on it. Look, when you look at the academy, right, or all the academies, you always know there's discipline, right, and they try to, uh, you know, possess the ball uh, and, 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 you know, grind teams down. But this Air Force team is the favorite for the President's Trophy this year. They're, very, they're much higher, uh, <laughs> have a much higher power rating than both Army and Navy this year. And, again, I think when you look at the fact – that last week they they dominated Colorado. Let's face it, guys, and that just adds to the to the Pac-12 woes. But hey, you know you have to respect uh, uh, what Air Force uh, not only has accomplished in in recent years, but uh, the way they're playing this year. And yeah, I I think Patrick hit on a key point. Uh, I've heard uh, a lot of folks say that this is the best Air Force team in in quite some time, and they're certainly playing like it. Now. That is tonight, Michael. Also tonight, this is an interesting matchup. Florida State at Louisville. So after the beatdown Louisville took at Syracuse, they got right against Central Florida. However, that Florida State team can run the football. They got a three-headed monster at running back. And the one thing Louisville can't do and their weakness on defense is stopping the run. I like this setup for Florida State at Louisville. I like it up to two and a half, but I do see shops potentially getting the three, which is where I'll lay off. Again, a key number, Vinny. Where are you sitting with Florida State, Louisville? Yeah, Patrick, we did, uh, they did lay uh, a two with us on Florida State and two and a half, and now we uh, uh, South Point sits at three on this game. Uh, total holding steady at 57. Sure, uh, look, you know, we saw what Florida State did in uh, – uh, you know, when they held off uh, LSU in that first game and then they came back and, and win last year, playing with a lot of spirit, a lot of emotion. Um, you wonder how, how this game is going to play out and how Louisville is going to come out tonight. I think you'll see, uh, a, you know, a, a pretty strong effort by Louisville. We're going to find out a lot more about Florida State here uh, in this game, shorter week. But uh, again, we talk about three being the most key number in the NFL. It's not as low. It's not a key number in college either. So right now, the thing about the three, two guys is we're going to take a lot longer, you know, to, to get off of it uh, than uh, you know than to, to go certainly go through it. Uh, but uh, we'll see what they're doing right now. Starting to see a little bit of Louisville money here, but again, uh, 4:30 Pacific kickoff here. We're going to see plenty of uh, plenty of action. And th again, these will be. These two games, I love, you know, from our perspective, love the fact that we've got two, you know, we had the game last night, NFL game to kick it off, the Chargers and Chiefs. Got a nice uh, a pair of games here with, uh, uh, on Friday night. Got a great slate here. And let's remember this, guys, and we all know about Sunday, but uh, we do have two uh, Monday night games in the NFL this week. Usually those games, uh, you know, the first week we've always had two games. But, uh, you know, from our side of, of the counter, in our world, 
having the Thursday night NFL game, a couple of Friday night college games, a great uh, uh, set of game, you know, a great schedule, uh, a hefty schedule on Saturday, and then you've got Sunday. Oh, and by the way, a Sun, a Monday night NFL doubleheader. Tell you what, gotta love it. It's good to be a bookmaker. Yeah, it is. I, it really yeah. is, Vinny. I, I mean. Uh, are you getting any action on the Harvard Merrimack game? I know Harvard's favored by twenty-seven and a half. Are you getting anything on that at all? No, not a lot of. Uh, there's the, the, <laughs> no, you no. can't right. move that, not, that is that is not the highlight, Michael. That uh, some folks may uh, may uh, may desire, but no, that what, is not. What is, uh, what, uh, what is what is uh, the Saturday slate? What is the game of the week for you that that you are kind of getting two-way action on? Well, you know, you still have got these. These these uh, big mismatches, Michael. All uh, right, we see the uh, you know the, uh, the the big schools, the uh, the power schools that we're talking about. You know, the obviously the, you know Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Uh, they're they're big uh, big favorites this week, and uh, you know you're, you're seeing those numbers move once, and then like last week they moved one time, and that was it. So there wasn't a whole lot of action on those games. Um, I would say, you know, what we're seeing, so I'll tell you what game is going to get a lot of action. BYU and Oregon, even though the number's holding steady, about three, uh, three and a half, that game I think is going to be a, a terrific game, and uh, it's uh, positioned nicely in the middle of the schedule. So that game I think uh, you're going to see quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of action on. Uh, the um, Mississippi State and LSU, and Mississippi yeah. State – you know, I tell you what, nice, uh, a nice couple of games to start things off there. That Very. game toggling between two and a half and three. Uh, the other games, I think we're going to see. You know what, uh, Clemson and Louisiana Tech. You know, that's another one with a big spread. No, not a lot of movement there. Um, Miami. I tell you what, Texas A and M. Um, people are betting Texas A and M against Miami here. This game opened five. Uh, and, and really uh, very quickly moved up to six and a half. Again, uh, will we see seven in this game? Possibly. I think seven will be a take. But right now, that's the game that we're seeing the most on. And uh, no surprise here with the fact that that game is a six o'clock Pacific start position nicely. Uh, I think you're seeing a move on Texas A&M. Folks thinking that they're going to rebound uh, off of that uh, really a devastating loss last week to App State. Full credit to uh, Appalachian State. Uh, in that one, uh, one one other game I think we're going to see uh, we're starting to see some action on good action interconference game Michigan State and Washington that game holding uh, steady uh, at, with Washington a three and a half point favorite so those are the games right now but again lots of uh, lots of a long uh, long way to go and again three shift town here in Las Vegas so you got uh, a, a lot of action that'll come in on swing shift tonight as uh, in a graveyard as uh, swing shift workers. <laughs> Uh, get off uh, work because uh, there's a lot of local business here. And that's why South Point Book is open 24 hours. Quickly, Michael, well, Max, Johnson, uh, well, Max Johnson is going to make the start for the, Max Johnson is going to make the start for the Aggies. Brad Johnson's son, he is going to replace. Oh, the okay. Just, yeah, I mean, so go, I don't know how much longer that Jimbo, that quarterback guru, needed to watch before he made a change. But I want to talk about the Scott Frost. I mean, he's available now, Vinny, to come help you. I, I mean, this line opened 14 and a half <laughs> against Oklahoma. It's down to 11. I mean, I didn't know Scott Frost had a movement within the line. I, it was fascinating. Well, new yeah, coach we, bounce. Uh, we, Always a new coach we tried bounce to get, in the first uh, we, week. We tried, to get a, we, <laughs> we tried to get ahead of it a little bit and open it at 11 and a half. Uh, now we're down to 11. 
I think, you know, the, the school of thought here initially is that the coaching change, the new voice, uh, the Trey Alberts, uh, uh, Trevor Alberts is talking about, maybe will have a, a positive effect uh, for the uh, for the Huskers at home, the rival big big rivalry game over the years. I remember we were growing up, and that was uh, one of the one of the premier games of the year. So right now, love showing for Nebraska, but uh, we'll see we'll see how that plays out. But uh, if Scott Frost uh, wants to come in and uh, you know give us some insight, uh, we'll always listen. But um, <laughs> Scott, buddy. Oof. Yeah, I don't think he so. could run. He, he he could run the hot dog cart, as Michael Lombardi calls it. There, nobody Scott can Frost run that hot dog cart like that. Nobody can. You gotta you gotta be on point for that hot dog cart. That thing that that thing's a money machine. I gotta get the Borgata. I gotta get on on that, Vinny. We gotta talk yeah. to the Borgata. That's gotta, that's that's I mean, that's Michael's good. new. That's his new obsession. Is he wants a hot dog cart that he wants to run in Ocean right City, Vinny? Your thoughts. Well, listen, I think you, what you want to do first and foremost is make sure it's in the vicinity and close uh, proximity to the sports book. But yeah. I will tell you this, guys, and this is, this is, this is not a joke. When we put this down, the, the studio I'm sitting in here at the South Point, the VEASAN studio, is adjacent to the book. And at one point, uh, as you guys know, there were about uh, 40 or 50 slot machines in this area, right? So you figure out, you know, it's got to be a, a you know pretty daunting and lengthy task to get those things relocated, repositioned, right? It took longer because the hot dog cart was right over my, <laughs> my shoulder where I'm pointing right now. We had more meetings about how to move this hot dog cart 20 feet than we had to do 50 slot machines. So what yeah. does that tell you? Michael, exactly. how yeah, those people call Michael it's, gone? He's the expert. He'll tell them. I got to call Michael. I, don't next don't, time don't I come say out, that I got to with him again. He, he, he gets stuck on things, and right now he's stuck on hot dog carts. Okay, thank you, Vinny. You're the best. Appreciate you. Good to be with you guys. Okay, get ready, because Amal Shaw is next. Here, Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Oh, duck. duck. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent Musburger is a horse racing fan, and First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park. That's October 6th through the 9th. This is a great prize. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Head over to vcin.com slash horses for details and to register. That's vcin.com slash horses for details. Do you remember, as we welcome you back, Michael Lombardi, do you remember the HBO show that was, I believe, I can't remember who it was, but it was called Luck. It was called Luck. And oh, it was it about was the about horses, horse right? Yeah. And, and it was all about those, horse Dustin Hoffman was in it. And, and all those Dustin horses Hoffman. died and they, can, they canceled it, right? So you nailed it. Nolte, Hoffman, it was a big deal. It was called Luck back in 2011 on HBO. Michael Lombardi nailed it. They had issues. The track with which it was record, it filmed was Santa Anita. Santa Anita then went on in 2017 and 18 to have more issues with the horses passing away. That's when I had my existential crisis with the sport. Uh, but right. I, you know, God, you know, God willing, the, the it, it seems to have completely switched uh, in a positive for the horses. So yeah. Anyway, I thought of Santa Anita when I brought that up because that's where they do the filming. Every time you see a horse racing scene and film or on TV, it's generally filmed at Santa Anita. Anywho, just well, a little fun I nugget. Didn't know that. There, 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 yeah, it's a, it's called the great race place. And by the way, back in world war two, you're a big time history buff. That's where they used to, a lot of, um, 
Japanese internment camps were built there at Santa Anita, unfortunately. But that's where they used wow. to completely cleared it out and they put um, people, rounded up people, I guess is the best way to put it, and uh, had them sleep at the track. Anyway, uh, I digress. That was weird. <laughs> Let's get into, so you sent over the clip, excuse me, the tweet from earlier, and Stephen Bond found it. This is fascinating from Mike McCarthy. Let's go ahead and roll it. My job is to make sure all three coordinators are teed up to be successful. I mean, that's something that I that is a bright light um, from what I from what I try to accomplish every single day. So yeah, I'm, I, I make sure Kellen you know knows that I'm there, and you know we're going to take a lap today through the call sheet, maybe a little longer than we normally do. So I mean, th those types of things. Be honest, I mean, in Kellen's time as a coordinator, he's he's been able to play very very aggressive, you know, and um, but you know we're we're in a we're in a phase right now that we gotta we gotta be a little smarter in, in certain situations. So I mean, it's that's all part of growing as a play caller. Okay, there's Mike McCarthy talking about his play caller, Kellen Moore, who's good on the script with that first series. It tends to fall apart. Cincinnati's at Dallas. Cincinnati's lane seven seven and a half. Michael, your take from the clip from McCarthy. Well, I, I think I'm, I mean, look, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna do that, what's your, what are you doing, right? Like, what are you doing? And I think it's smart for Mike. I mean, Kellen Moore's just gonna call plays as if who he doesn't care who's there. I often said. You know, you could put a Coke machine at right corner and nobody would go after him. You know, I'm going to stay with my script. You know, there's a Coke machine at right corner. Like, it doesn't move. Like, can we throw a throw over? Nope, I got my script. You know, like, so it's the same thing. Kellen Moore's going to look down at his sheet. He's going to call it. Like, what Mike's saying there is I got to set up the game to win this game. I can't win the way we've won before. We've been able to win before being a, making plays offensively, doing this. We're going to have to win with defense, the kicking game, and we're going to have to mix in some plays like Pittsburgh did. Like Pittsburgh did. Pittsburgh did nothing offensively except when they needed They made a couple plays that they had to make, and they were able to turn the ball over from Cincinnati, and they won a game. I mean, there's a formula to win for Dallas against Cincinnati. It's just you can't be the formula that they had last week. I'd love to know that formula because remember, prior to what happened last week, Dallas was a two, two and a half point favorite. You don't generally see flips like this where Cincinnati, obviously the circumstances with no Dak, but also a pissed off Cincinnati team where Burrow was sloppy. Bad. Yeah. You know, but this is an interesting game though, Patrick, right? So the line opens up. This is one of those I always look at and I like them for a reason. So, so we get a ticket count every week and that's why you have to go to your BetMGM, you know, the, the VEASAN Pro, look at the betting splits. The betting splits are are great, and they give more information than just where is the money. It gives you a little bit of what is the money, right? So in this game, on my board, okay, and this encompasses a bunch of shops, it doesn't do South Point, it doesn't do BetMGM, so they're all different. It doesn't do Beau Rivage, so everything's different. But just in this snapshot, uh, Cincinnati, there's almost 30,000 tickets written on the game. 83% of those tickets are on the Bengals, okay? Only 17% are on the Cowboys, and that number is at the Cowboys at, at when the Cowboys opened up at 2.5 at 7, okay? And now I've got 17% of the ticket. I got 40, they have 45% of the money. So during the week, I'm always monitoring low ticket count high money. And for yep. me, that tells me there's that's not mom and pop from Des Moines playing the game. That's somebody who knows what they're doing going against the grain, going against the perception. New England, Pittsburgh, okay? 
New England, Pittsburgh. New England, Pittsburgh has 71% of the money. Okay. New England has almost, they're, they're, everybody's betting Pittsburgh because they're a dollar. I'm sorry, they have 60% of the money. The Patriots have only 40% of the tickets and 71% of the money. So everybody's betting Pittsburgh, 60% of the tickets, but no one's given it. There's no, there's $2 tickets for 29% of the money. You follow me? Right. Yes. I, 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 that's what I want to see. Like Jacksonville. Okay. Jacksonville, t- m- uh, Indianapolis. You would think everybody's betting Indy or because they got to bounce back. So the ticket count is com- somewhat even. It favors Jacksonville, right? It, but the money is so far different. Jacksonville's getting 59% of the tickets, 56% of the tickets, 82% of the money. It's very simple, and Michael's putting it perfectly. There's a delineation between the bet percentage and the money percentage. And the way to find that is you go to the uh, VEASAN splits, which are part of the Pro Tools package when you become a VEASAN pro, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I mean, you nailed it. And look, it's important to understand the percentages. It's really, it's fascinating if you look at it, though, because I told you Dallas was two, two and a half. Now it's flipped Cincinnati, seven, seven and a half. But how about the total as well? Total was sitting 51, has been bet down to 41 and a half. That's a 10-point drop, Sands Dak. Again, pay, again, pace, right? They got to do it. Like, I'll, I'll give you another game. So how do I utilize this? So I come up with my own lines. And do I automatically just go with, okay, this is what they're telling me? Like, I don't want to be on the side of the public. I don't. I don't want to be, even though, like, it works for you against with Kansas City, Arizona. But it's not going to work for you in the long haul. So when you look at it, when I say, okay, any Jacksonville, I have it as a 3.68 game. I'm getting four points with Jacksonville. Do I take that one? You know, there's a lot of money. Go- Green Bay. Green Bay, I have. Green Bay should be a, a 10.5 favorite. You know, Green Bay's getting 50, 46% of the tickets, 73% of the money. So it's things you got to look at. You know, the Giants are getting only 34% of the tickets and just 29% of the money. It's so important. It really is. It should be part of your your repertoire. That being betting splits, understanding where the money's going, but not just where the money's going, what money is going where is what you're saying. You're not just looking at bet handle. You're not looking at the hold for the casino. You're looking at what type of money is going where. Right. And why, and why, why is this happening? You know, what is like, I can't, like, I think the book has said, we don't know. Arizona's way worse than we handicapped them. That last year's numbers don't matter anymore, and they're just getting rid of them. Yep. They're not just what Michael's talking about with the splits. Uh, this has been great for the pro tips today. Remember, VEASAN pros get the pro tips. But Vinny said something I wanted to circle back on, Michael, and that is not all key numbers are built the same from college football to pro yeah. football. While, yes, three is a key number in college and pro, they're not built the same, and you can find that information when you become a VEASAN pro. But again, just to, ver- to delineate, college football, pro football, two very separate entities when it comes to key numbers. And by the way, pros won't tease in college. They will very much tease in the NFL. So there's a difference there as well. Right. And, and look, here's why it's the three number in college it is kind of a little tough. I think three and a half is a better number because they call time. They stop the clock on first downs. So you got a better chance. You know, you, you, you know, your timeouts aren't as important. They're important, but they're just not as important. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Um, 
By the way, did you? I just saw this story. It it just shows you a difference in cultures. I know this is random. We're going to break, and we'll have them all next. David Beckham just waited over 13 hours in queue at Westminster Hall to pay respects to Queen Elizabeth. That is, like, we don't, wow. it's so, t- now I would do it because I'm obsessed with the crown and I was into shorty, but 13 hours for David Beckham, it just shows you how different the cultures are there, right? Do you think he got a call back? Do you think he did like, you know, when you call a company, American <laughs> Airlines, they said, we'll call you back in two hours when we got it. You think he or, got a call like back? the DMV or the DMV? Does, did he take a number and was he sitting there? Yeah, like, like, what, like, I'll be how, back how in 13 hours. I got some stuff to do. Me and Victoria, we got things to do around here. We're going to a cafe. <laughs> we'll get some warm beer. Maybe have some fish and chips. I don't know. What was his wife's name in the Spice Girls? I have no idea. None. Posh. None. Posh Spice. Does that ring a bell? I love it. Uh, no, it wouldn't no, ring it any bell. I mean, it, you'd have to you'd have to hit me over the head with a bell. Like I, you Come know. On. You still have a you still have a Spice Girls CD coming up next. Somebody yeah. that definitely has a Spice Girls CD. That's Amal Shaw. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, a rewards program specifically for Amal Shaw. That MGM, the king of sportsbooks, they unleashed the spirit of Vegas, of course, with the rewards points program. You can convert your BetMGM reward points, Amal, that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms, or free bets. It's betting's premier loyalty program. You got to get involved. BetMGM.com, you got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Of course, he's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Coming up after us every day, VEASAN Big Bets, starring Amal Shaw and Dave Ross, as we welcome in Amal Shaw from the South Point Studios. Uh, he was just admonished during the break for wiggling too much. Would you like to respond to the fact that producers are yelling at you not to wiggle too much there on camera, Amal? No. would you you like to would you like to would you like to respond i asked michael lombardi who his favorite spice girl was mine was posh spice who was your favorite spice girl 
I, I don't even know. I'll just say posh Sporty because I don't spice. even know who that. Which yeah, you sure. Would say okay, let's spice. go with that. Anyway, how are we feeling? Uh, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm well, thanks. How are you? You know what? I'm a little bit disappointed. I got pushed from the uh, the seven block to the eight. I drove here like I stole something. I wasn't late. I just didn't realize the time had gotten away from me, and I made it on time under the bell. But I guess I uh, got pushed to the end. So I apologize for kind of messing up with your guys' show. Oh, no, Listen, Abby, we're Michael, good. happy to have you, Amal. That's really you gracing good. us. You Amal. gracing us with your presence is enough. Go ahead, Michael. Uh, Amal, uh, half the Survivor contest got eliminated yeah. last week. Who did you go with? I went with Washington and uh, uh, Houston. I'm sorry, uh, Tennessee and uh, Baltimore. So you still have tickets. You have one ticket left then. Yeah, two I, I have I'm two sorry. left. Yes. Yeah. And so where are you going this week? Uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Wow. They play wow. the Jets. Uh, if tickets. you look at the Browns schedule, pro- yeah, the best. Uh, it's probably the best opportunity when you look at Cleveland's schedule. There's really not too many opportunities. I think there's a bunch of games where you look at teams that could win Green Bay against Chicago, um, Denver at home against Houston. The 49ers would have been a selection, but Elijah Mitchell being out, I think, is a big blow to this offense. Uh, I, I just think that he's vastly underrated. You know, Michael, you know this. Patrick, last year, top four in terms of rushes over 10 yards. Uh, I mean, really an outstanding back. I just think his loss has an impact on this offense as a whole. Yeah. I mean, but look, they 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 seem to be able to run the ball. I mean, they could. I mean, I know it was a bu- ugly track on Sunday, but they ran the football against Chicago. They just didn't run it enough. And, of course, they couldn't make a play in the passing game, but that's, that's water under the bridge, Patrick. So – did you guys see this? Uh, Amal, your boy Ben Fox over at VSIN live on mm-hmm. Twitter, he tweeted, uh, BetMGM has more bets and more liability on the Lions laying a point and a half versus Washington, your aforementioned commanders, than any other game. Remember, the Lions haven't been favored in 24 games. I don't think people are realizing, I understand the, uh, the effect from the TV show. Amal, I'll start with you here. I don't think people realize how horrid this defense is and frankly, Dan Campbell in game still hasn't figured it out. So this isn't a very good football team. It's interesting that people are betting them. Patrick, I said the same thing. I said, first of all, I don't understand the affinity for the Lions. I get the uh, you know hard knocks, but more importantly, this team defensively last year was an absolute sieve. Nothing has changed. They gave up 38 points. They were fortunate enough to get a backdoor cover in this game, and they scored 35 points. But other than that, they still continue to struggle on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, the commanders, depending on which way the weather and Carson Wentz feels, it's going to go in terms of this offense. I think Samuel McLaurin should be able to have a field day against this defense. They can't totally. stop anybody. Now, I will say one thing, Michael. I just think the running of Jalen Hurts really took a toll on that defense. So they might be a little bit better against Washington, but I still think the commander is going to be able to score easily in the mid-20s, if not more. Well, I mean, you bring up a great point. Like, at what point did Detroit realize maybe we should stop Hurts from running around? Maybe we should yeah. keep him in the pocket. Like, you had a whole year to get ready for him. I, I mean, I know they have all these ex-players on their coaching staff, and that's supposed to give them a lot more knowledge than anybody, right? Well, I mean, show it to me. Develop it. I love Aaron Glenn, but, like, like when, when were you going to make an adjustment? Like, he's got third. they ran a third and 15, and they converted it. I mean, yeah, like, you're playing I, I two like- men, and... I mean, he ran, he ran down the sideline like it was like, like everybody just was, nobody was on the field. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's the biggest problem. They couldn't get off the field. You look at Jalen Hurts, he looked like Marcus Allen against the Redskins defense back there. 
I mean, it, it was yeah. unbelievable in terms of what he was able to do. And I think your point is well made. I, look, I like Aaron Glenn. Um, you know, he's a guy who played at A&M's, had a great career in the NFL. But I think the one thing is defensively as a D.C., Patrick, you know, as being a Lions guy, this team is just not good defensively. And I don't see any improvement coming anytime soon. No, they're terrible defensively. The way I look at it, Michael and Amal, the way I look at it, the Lions never had a chance to tie it or win it with the ball. So, yeah. again, they were down yeah. 17 going into the fourth. They added 14 points in the fourth. That is, they never had a chance to tie it or win it, Michael, with the ball late. So, to me, they were never in this matchup. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it was a good backdoor cover, but, I mean, th there would have been another – they would have given up a score had there been more time. I mean, the Eagles just took off the brakes, and, you know, it was, again, a run. I mean, it wasn't like they did it they, – they could never – and they had a whole year – look, they ran for 250 yards against them last year. I got it. The Eagles are a hard team to play during the season. But when you go into the – when you had a whole off season to get ready for it, that's what happens? Well, I don't yeah. know if the whole it's, off season is enough time, though. Yeah, maybe that's right. Well, it's <laughs> just right. it's 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 what I'm all said about hard knocks. It really it, it's crazy how the market can be so adjusted by perception. I mean, that TV show and Dan Campbell's PR right now is unbelievable because his ability to coach. Now, again, he did a good job when he took over the play calling last year. Okay, fine. In game, he's a disaster. When to call a timeout? When to go for it? Etc. But his defense, this defense hasn't gotten better, Michael, since Patricia. As a matter of fact, you could say no. it's taken a step back. No, no doubt. I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, it has. And so, to me, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not in love with Washington, but I thought Washington really put a hurt on, on Lawrence last week. They got pressure on yeah. him. And I think it'll make Goff nervous. I, I do. I think it'll make Goff nervous. And I think Washington, as Amal said earlier in this segment, you know, they have some really good skill players, whether it's Dotson, the young kid from Penn State, whether it's McLaurin, or whether it's Samuel, who they use in all different ways. And then, you know, they got the tight end, Logan Thomas. I mean, they're good, and their offensive line is better than I expected it to be. I thought they were better. They really were. I'm not in love with it, but I thought they were improved, and they moved the ball effectively. Yeah, uh, I see Dave Ross over here smiling because his guy, uh, Doc Walker, who played for the Redskins uh, back in the day. He was on our show last week. He said, hey, this offensive line is far better than people anticipated, and we saw that come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah, and they were better last year than people expected as well. Yeah, the commanders have done a good job across that uh, offensive front. Of course, Dave Ross. Plus, the, the other thing is, too. Yeah, go ahead. The other thing, the other thing too, is everybody just assumes Dallas is playing a home game after uh, two after a first home game. And the Rams are playing their second home game, and so is Detroit. Everybody assumes that you're playing a home game second time, you're going to win that one, right? Well, the Steve Mack and his numbers say it's six and seven against the spread. You know, it's not it's not a gimme putt here. Whereas the last two years, the last since nineteen, if you've opened up on the road and you lost your first game, you're winning and you're covering. And that would be New England, who had that, and Indianapolis. By the hey, way, Amal, segue, Pat, go ahead, sorry, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead bro. Appreciate you. Know, please segue. I, I, just, no, I was going to say real quick, Mahomes, Herbert, Josh Allen, are we looking at a Marino, Elway, Montana type of resurgence here? I mean, these guys are just unbelievable. You could throw Burrow yeah. in the mix as well if you I, wanted. I, thank you. Yeah, he could be the Jim Kelly. I don't know. He might be better. Who knows? All I'm saying <laughs> is one. these guys, I, I watch Mahomes throw a couple of different uh, angles on the throws. I mean, he is worth the price of admission alone. No doubt. He's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, 
Yeah, Mahomes, and he makes mistakes, but he but he makes more mis- plays than he makes mistakes. And then, of, of course, when you look at Herbert, to me, I still, I mean, there's going to be a documentary about how you pick Tua over Herbert. Like, I, I would like to know that. Speak, speaking of documentaries, before we go, Amal Shaw, your partner Dave Ross is a Cowboys fan. Femi Abebefe yes. is a Cowboys fan. And John Goulet yeah. is a Cowboys fan. We're actually doing some investigative reporting here. Ben Fox is on the case at VSIN because yeah. we're putting together a documentary about those three being Cowboys fans and those three grew up as far away from Texas as you possibly <laughs> could. Would you like to respond? Yeah, you know, actually, I saw Dave Ross come in with a Warriors jersey on the other day. I think he's trying to decide whether to buy a Dodgers jersey or an Astros jersey this year. I'm not sure which one's in the mail, but, uh, you know, hey, what can I say? All these guys, none of these people are even within the time zone. Forget let alone area code, zip there you code, go. or even close to Dallas. Oh, my God, it's unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Uh, by the way, though, you know, in Dave's case, I don't want to make fun of him, though. He grew up with Syracuse basketball. You know that great coach, Jim Beheim, squ- schedules more Twinkies and cupcakes than Hostess. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, maybe I if the Dodgers get, a shot get to, in somewhere. Yeah, I knew. I knew he oh, would. If course. the Dodgers get to I, 118 you know, I wins. I shots in earlier. I can't. I, I, I don't know if they get that far, Patrick, but I think around 114 or 113 is where they wind up. Well, if they get to 118, Dave Ross will become a fan. That's my point. We love Dave. Uh, Big Bets is coming up Thank next you. with Amal Shaw and Dave Ross. Thanks, Thanks, Thank Amal. you, Amal. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Michael, enjoyed it. Thank we'll you, Patrick. We'll be here early yes. tomorrow morning. You enjoy your Friday, you okay? Have your coffee ready, Patrick. We will be. Don't, 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 don't get hungry the rest of the day. Big Bets no, is next. I won't. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.